0: Today's podcast, I'm going to talk about something that I had mentioned in a previous podcast, and this pertains to having a Holocaust with your children. Now I just want to give the definition of a halakha. It's an Arabic word which means circle or ring, and it's a Islamic form of a religious gathering or meeting for the study of Islam and Quran. And sometimes they are primary speakers and people sit around and listen to a educational aspect about our deen. When I say having a with my children, a very casual kind of circle that we have. So it's sort of like a Islamic circle time so the reason i implement this and the reason why i want to recommend it to you is because when you have older kids and when you have especially teenagers you'll notice that there isn't a lot in the community for them in one place we lived in there was two types of classes for teens and i'm talking about islamic classes one of them was very cultural traditional So it came across a lot more strict. And then the other classes that were offered were a little bit too progressive, but not In a good way you always get the two extreme sides and you just wish that somebody would just have a balanced approach and i actually have a lot of hope in the future generations because i do see that that is changing i just felt that wherever we lived there wasn't something that was awesome for my teenagers teenagers needed even more i homeschooled my kids and i did it for almost a decade and alhamdulillah the most beautiful thing i'd say out of my homeschooling life was that I was able to teach my children a mixture of secular and Islamic and I could merge it and that to me is wow if that's the reason you homeschool it's way worth it so when they stopped homeschooling and when they got older especially I don't know if this is just me or every mom thinks like this but I thought that if I gave my kids a solid Islamic background as young children, that then when they became teenagers, they would be these awesome teenagers that, okay, not awesome, I know I'm exaggerating, but awesome as in educated Islamically, where they were praying and doing what they need to do. We have all these ideals, right? And then we, re- we realize our ideals and reality do not match. And that's when we get all frustrated as moms. What I've learned is that my teenagers act like I taught them nothing and here's the other thing. I feel that teenagers need it even more than when they were younger. So even though I felt I gave them some you know bases when they were younger i feel now that i didn't do enough and second of all i feel that you cannot stop when they are older and when they are teenagers so i started to get worried because i noticed that my kids were starting to say things that i did not like or approve of they needed more guidance and that's why i said if we gotta do a halakha every day now i made it every day and realistically that's not going to happen i know that but i told myself every day because i gave myself a high ideal and then i felt like if i get in you know four days five days, alhamdulillah, I'll be happy. But if I said I'm gonna do four or five days, then I knew I must probably do three or two, and that was not what I wanted to do. I had one the other day, and just to give you an example, the more simple you make it, the more the kids will actually like it, and they will look forward to it, but they'll never admit it, and it's very effective. I find like when you're trying to do this heavy rigorous studying, they are not open to that and you can always get to that later but definitely don't start with anything hectic And all I did in my very first halakha with my children was I said, okay, we're going to have an intro and we're going to have a get together and explain to them why we needed to do it. And I actually, if you heard my other podcast and called how to get your kids to do difficult things, one of these episodes that tell you how I actually got my kids to be okay with the halakha. So you want to listen to that one because that will be a good way to learn how to make them not whine and groan and okay, maybe they will, but... won't upset you and they'll be more open to it and that helped me to get them to this point so like i said we started really simple and i and i got my kids to finally get together and this is now getting teens together i i have four teens if you know anything about teens getting them to all come to a meeting of any kind is like pulling teeth then i explained to them why we needed it which was another ordeal but alhamdulillah it was taken well and Even though they came grumpy to the halakha, at the end of it, I swear, they were not argumentative. They were in great moods. And even though they didn't say, oh, mommy, thank you for doing the halakha, because I don't know if teens will ever say something like that, you could see it was good for them. Their hearts felt at peace. And the angels come and envelop you when you're having a circle and you are talking about the deen and about Allah. And so I was telling them this. It was so beautiful. I mean, you have to do it to feel what I'm saying. If you purely just did five minutes of that, you would just get that awesome feeling and suave of having angels at your gathering. My husband and I, we came up with this idea. We said, you know what? We've taught our kids, you know, simple basics like how to pray and stuff, but we felt we needed to go all the way back again as teenagers. It was... I don't think that's something that you need to stop teaching. I think that you don't, it's not like a checkbox where you say, oh, I taught my kids about the pillars of faith and I taught my kids how to pray. What I'm realizing as a mom of teens now is that we had to go back and start it because when you're teaching your kids about those as young kids, you're teaching them more like memorizing it, knowing it because it's how it is to be a Muslim. But now it's how to implement it in your life and they have no clue how to do it. I mean, Adults have no clue. The one I do, it's just more a circle of reminding, a circle of um, reinforcement, um, also repetition. We actually just read a verse of the Quran. We started all the way from Al-Fatiha. We just did Al-Fatiha and I gave them some tafsir and then we did one hadith. And that was it and they had questions they always have questions and i try and keep the questions at the end or they're going to interrupt you so many times you're going to have like you're going to lose your thoughts alhamdulillah i'm telling you it was a beautiful moment it was wonderful for the family i did not feel this horrible guilt that i usually feel that my kids are not learning enough of their deen and i felt better about sending them out to their schools and i felt better about putting them out there in the world because i said if i am giving them that base then inshallah the rest is dua and leaving them to allah this relief that i cannot express to you but you would feel if you started doing something similar to this way you felt that you were helping your kids to just remember you know like i said it's just really casual if you need an extra boost you can always have it in winter put a tray in the middle and everyone grabs a cup of hot chocolate or if it's summer there and it's really hot you can have lemonade or whatever your family likes to do you just have some tea and biscuits I've tried all these kind of things and it's really successful sometimes it makes it a little hectic when you bring food into it but whatever can get them there you do that because the aim is to get them to listen and this is my number one tip about having a halakha for your kids is please keep it simple and short do not make it a lecture oh and do not yell and do not scream and do not have attitude or insult or criticize because you want to bring a positive feeling to this class you want to bring a positive feeling to Islam just make make it a rule that no phones they need to concentrate and yes there was commotion because it's six kids and four of them are teens so you can imagine everyone's got something to say i would just stop what i was saying and i would fold my hands and i would just look down and i remember also saying i will continue when you guys are finished i also set a time i said this helica the first one will be a little longer than usual but i can promise you that it will be short and every time they interrupted me or did some commotion i said i'm just letting you know that I'm trying to keep this halaka short but you are taking time so i would remind them that they are making it longer than it is so i hope this helped you to just know how to introduce a halaka into your family and especially with your older kids or your teens i don't think having a halaka with younger kids is this difficult but if you can start with them being under 12 or 11 it will be a habit but unfortunately i got out of the habit when i stopped homeschooling so i felt like i had to restart it and it wasn't that easy so if i had to do things again i would just have kept up at least a halakha a few times a week this podcast is mainly for you to start a halakha if you haven't and for you to know that how important it is to have this circle time with your children especially if they are teenagers they need you more than when they were younger as far as the spiritual aspect and as far as communicating and reminding them